What is up, Fantasyland? We are back in the district for a ball-in tonight, and we are balling a big one. It's the 125 buy-in, 200 grand for first place on our favorite site, the FFPC. Let's get to it. Go district. <laughs> Bleak a ball. Bleak a ball. Bleak a ball. Bleak, bleak ball. And I bleak a ball. Bleak a ball. It's the go A ball. Cause I bleak, bleak, bleak. Hey. Bleeding a ball. Defeated the ice. And see him at all. JD in the pies. I needed it all. I bleeded a lie. You bleeded a lie. Not bleeded a lie. And that's what a goat do. Facts. Let me show you. Happen to know. Dudes draft and they don't do bad. And they don't lose. Make you wanna bleak, bleak. It's the GOAT district, boys giving you the business And no gimmicks, the best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas yeah. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden and these riches came from nothing And I got this all from loving the district See, I just drafted, forget it I laugh at the critics, they mad at the digits I clap back by listening See, ballin' ain't a problem if you kick it with them off And I refresh the feed till autumn Then I bleep, 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 go All right, what is up, guys? Thanks for joining tonight. We are drafting a live FFPC 125 buy-in, 200 grand for first. The boys are in Vegas, Dan, Theo, and Andrew. The crew is out in Vegas drafting the live drafts, FFPC, NFFC, whatever FC you can think of. They're out there drafting. They got some private drafts going. So good luck to them. Safe travels. Some of them are in the air right now. This was uh, going to be a team effort, but I'm going to drive this thing solo. Left the minibus at home, pulled out the two-seater two sports car, and I'm driving this thing solo. So we'll see what happens. I got the 11 spot, drafting from the 11. Um, so far, JT. Let me know in the chat, guys, if you can hear me too, by the way, just because we did have issues last time. Famous JIC in the chat. Let me know, brother, if my uh, volume is good for you. So JT off the board, CMC, Justin Jefferson, Eckler, Cup, and Cook. I mean, nothing out of the norm there. Most of my drafts in this tournament have been early in the top three, actually. I had the one. Uh, thanks, Famous Jay. Appreciate that, brother. Dave, appreciate that. I want this interactive tonight, guys. I'm driving this thing solo, so... Let me uh, let, let's get some interaction going. We'll we'll talk a bit of news, see what's uh, happening as we roll into week one. I mean, like I said this morning, guys, one sleep before some meaningful football. So approaching, uh, you got the three top receivers off the board by seven. That's nothing out of the norm. Chase goes off. Dalvin Cook, the fourth running back off the board. So I'm in the 11 spot. I mean, we're going to get two quick picks here. Yeah, Dave, you're right. Uh, Dave's saying the back end can make some nice builds. This will be my last best ball build of the uh, of the season. Well, it'll probably be my last draft draft period. I think I'm all drafted out at, at this point, if that's possible. Looking forward to uh, to tomorrow and uh, having the season start. Let me know, guys, what game you're most excited for. We're starting off with a doozy in Buffalo. Kelsey goes off at the eighth spot. Just trying to see who might fall 
to me here. I do like the builds from the back end. Um, it does open up the build a little more. I feel like those first, especially the first two spots, you you're almost committed to grabbing, you know, CMC JT and then pissing yellow with the with the receivers. Sometimes Fortnite or, or one of those guys, you know, falls back far enough and, and guys like to start off with the two. So I have Henry falling to me, Harris, Adams, Swift. I really don't like having Henry in this. I'm going to go off the off chalk here. I'm going Barkley. Shout out to my boy, uh, Tyler, if he's watching. I'm big on Barkley. Also, Dwayne McFarland, man. Big congrats to Dwayne McFarland. Got a got a sweet new gig uh, out there with Matthew Barry. Congrats to him, friend of the show. He's uh, he's been generous with his times uh, on the show, and and one of my favorite guys to listen to. He's he was out there in the, with PFF doing some great things. So came back to us. Henry's still on the board, man. Um, I think I'm gonna go Adams though. Pitts was was someone I was looking for here. Uh, dig someone I was hoping for. Oh, I just can't do it with Henry. Yeah, I'm going to go Adams here. Barkley and Adams on the turn. I don't hate that. Adams is not someone I was drafting a lot this offseason. So just to kind of get pieces of maybe uh, players I don't have what I think might be enough of. Henry scares me, man. The, the the guys at the back end, that's why Barkley for me moves up. I like Swift. Um, I just really like Barkley for a tournament like this. I like to move around the ADP a bit uh, a bit more in the early positions just because those builds can get uh, kind of similar. Not that I think a Saquon Adams is, is that out of the norm. We can actually look that up for those... Um, that haven't signed up yet. Uh, Fantasy Mojo, man, like the best place for for if you're drafting FFPCs. Right now, I've got the draft boards um, from the most recent best ball tournament, and then I've got the last, the kind of the average of the last two days up. Um, but the other nice thing that they have—that's my drafters. I guess I'm on the clock. Let me just make sure I'm not. No, I got time. I got a couple hours there. So. Yeah, what you can do is actually look up how unique your build is. So you go to fantasymojo.com. Shout out to Darren, who's also in Vegas right now with the boys drafting. And uh, you can actually, there's a tournament explorer. I'm actually going to see if I can. Yeah, let me squeeze this on here to show you guys. So tournament explorer, you pick your tournament right here. And you can just see how unique it is. So at the best ball tournament right up here, we don't have AJ Brown. Again, I don't think my build is going to be super unique here, but let's look it up anyways. We went um, uh, Barkley. Just to show you guys how this works. If you guys are, are listening to this, Guys, check out the YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify. You can watch on both shows. We're live on, on YouTube, obviously, uh, doing these. And we've done a lot of live drafts in the last couple of weeks, guys. Go check out the last shows. I mean, drafting for, you know, guys are, are in $2,000, $2,500 buy-ins, drafting for a for million dollars. Um, and you've got a ton of them in the last couple of weeks. So right now you could see all the builds with, with Adams and Barkley, but as we add players and as we have decisions to make, we can kind of see um, where we are with this build unique, 
you know, uniqueness, because uh, you are looking for that when you're building these, these bigger tournament builds, you don't want to go chalk too much. Um, especially this one's been going for a while. This was the post, I believe this is the one that started after the, the draft. Um, actually, let me see where they're at with, uh, actually, I think it may have just filled. Let me just make sure they have 118 spots left guys. So go, go draft right now. Myffpc.com. There's a link below in the, the comments. Uh, just click on the link. You'll get a sign up bonus uh, when you make your first deposit and you can sign up right now for one of these uh, exact same tournaments. 125 buy-in, $200,000 for first place, guys. Um, it's the best best ball tournament out there, if you ask me, value-wise. And um, yeah, over a million dollars in prize money. So that's uh, that's a pretty sweet tournament the FFPC put together. It's been running, like I said. So famous Jay saying he's got fantasy mojo. He spends the weekend reviews, reviewing his FFPC draft. That's see the famous Jay's a, a dedicated guy. He's been with us all off season. If you haven't, you're new to the channel, guys. Smash the subscribe, smash the uh, the reminder so you get all the shows. We bring you the best players on the planet, the most successful players on these high stakes uh, sites like the FFPC, the NFFC, biggest winners out there. Abib, back to back main event champ. Uh, you know guys like that, guys like Dwayne McFarlane. We want to help you guys win. Your, whether it's best ball, redraft, dynasty, whatever fantasy football leagues that you play in, uh, we want to help you guys get that edge and, and make some cash. You know, at the end of the day, have some fun and make some cash. Roster baiting, joking. What's up, brother? All right. So we see a lot of running backs in the first uh, two rounds now. Um, Barkley Swift, as as you guys saw, we ended the uh, the first round. Pitts, Adams, Henry, Ceedee Lamb, Kamara, Harris, Mixon goes off, um, coming back in the second. Then Debo, the next receiver, Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, Fournette, nothing out of the norm again, guys. Hill, Chubb, Etienne, and um, and Evans in the third round as we we creep into the third round. So kind of. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to talk too much ahead of, of what I'm thinking. And it's not like I have someone I'm drafting with and I can do the the one, two, three. <laughs> Ask, do you like one? Do you like two? Do you like three? But um, yeah, ML saying the main event, uh, first bids of the year processing. There's a shout out to all the guys right now in Vegas drafting uh, in the, the live drafts. I'm up in Canada. Couldn't make it out this year. Uh, but I, I promised Alex and the boys at the FFPC I would do everything I can to be there next year. Um, and be there with Dan and Theo and the, and the guys. Just a, just a fun time if you're into fantasy, drafting these things live in Vegas. Guys, it's, you know, whatever you decide to do, how many drafts you do, it's at least two, three days of, of pure drafting. Um, and it's it's a good time. It's a good setup the way they, they have it set up. And now you've got a lot of other, you know, high stakes kind of leagues that are popping up and, and doing live events in Vegas as well. So you can add that to your schedule um, when you go down there. So a little little yellow run here with Evans, DJ Moore, T. Higgins, and Pittman coming off the board as the wide receiver 12. So, you know, nothing, again, you look at the top 12, I think that's uh, pretty chalk with the top 12. You've got team five with three receivers so far. I like that with Cup, 
Debo, uh, T Higgins. So that's probably the most unique. Um, actually, Magnum Ball depends uh, what he does. At some of these names I was looking at. You got Deshaun's Deshaun's Robin Tug uh, in the eighth spot. Shout out to to that team, that team name. Um, trying to see who else that I see. Uh, yeah, maybe it was a different uh, different draft, but some pretty creative guys in there. Keenan Allen, guys. The, I'm, I'll say one thing, guys. The nudie, the nudie picks as your profile pick in these drafts. Uh, not down with that, man. That's not, you know. Let's uh, let's keep keep it not not like respectful um, in the sense that you know, but that, I don't know, man. That's there's no need for that in uh, in a fanciful draft draft room. We want to we want to encourage the the females uh, to to come join the the fun and uh, so. I'm looking now. I mean, Sutton is is a guy I like here. Waller is a guy I like here, especially with the Kittle injury. Um, I might actually do. Oh, we got Adams, right? Okay, I'm gonna go Waller. So I'm telling that story with uh, the Rams or with uh, the Raiders again. Not a team I'm I'm very heavily. Yeah, see, Dave Dave recognized that probably before uh, before I made the pick or maybe a bit after, and then. Who do I have? The Giants. So looking who's on the board, I've got Sutton, Waddle, A-Rob. A-Rob is not a bad one. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go Sutton here. Man, I have a lot of Sutton. Yeah, in that same division. Yeah, I mean, it's Sutton, A-Rob, and then it kind of, I'm going to go Sutton here. I like that offense in uh, Denver. I do think he's going to be the top dog there. I mean, we'll have to see, right? I think we're all gutting, or gutting, guessing right now. Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy saying Sutton the goat. I hope so, man. I got, I got a lot of Sutton, and there was a while I was doing a lot of Sutton Judy stacks, uh, like a way, way back, uh, maybe two, a couple months ago. Um, especially on when I started drafting on drafters, those uh, those Denver stacks were nice to build. So we started off, guys, from the 11th spot. We've got Barkley, Adams, Waller, and then we went Sutton as our wide receiver too. So he's the wide receiver 17 off the board. Waddle and um, Amon Ross St. Brown goes next. A-Rob goes to the 8th spot, which started uh, with Kelsey, then went Kamara, Allen, and Robinson. So you got four tight ends off the board. Allen goes off in the third round uh you got a gabe davis josh allen build in the 12th spot uh, in, in the pocket there so so far guys let me know if you you know any teams that you're liking any builds that you're liking so far any picks uh values waddle slipped to the late late six in a draft he's been a value in a lot of drafts as much as um our correction in the fifth joe says but um waddle is a guy that does slip i find i'm not huge on the Miami offense, actually, I'll, I'll sh tell you guys a trade that I literally just made where I shipped. Um, where is that trade now? Thought I'd be able to find it really quick. Uh, is this the league? Yeah. So basically, let me go here. So basically, I sent Tua, Chase Edmonds, Tyreek Hill, and a third. For Daniel Jones, Christian McCaffrey, and Darnell Mooney. This is a dynasty uh, uh, super flex tight end premiums. 
So again, just not super high on the Miami offense, air, like the aerial offense, mostly. I actually like Edmonds, but didn't mind letting him go in that deal to get CMC in a, in a league that I'm trying to win this year. And uh, Tua, again, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm so on the fence with Tua. I don't, he can go either way. He's got the weapons. Uh, I just feel like that team's going to be running the ball a lot. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there in Miami. Let me know what you think of that trade guys in the, in the comments, smash the like guys. We appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys have been awesome all off season. I know the guys worked hard uh, all off season. Theo was bringing in some serious guests, man, just smashing the big VIP guests, Dan, Andrew, everybody putting in the sweat uh, to bring you guys the best, basically the best high stakes fantasy info out there that we could bring you guys. So hopefully you guys appreciated it. And you know, if you did smash that like, Again, show your support that way. Helps out the show. Helps the show get out there. So only two running backs so far in the fourth round. AJ Dillon and Zeke go off the board. Um, the board kind of going yellow here in, in this fourth. Deontay, Brandon Cooks going off. Uh, goes off as the receiver. Two, uh, 22. Apologies. So, so far... Um, take a little sip. There's uh let me know guys any what kind of your favorite pick so far favorite value favorite build that you see starting out of the teams that you see uh on the board here. Let me know also like in your you know who are your voids in in these first 3 rounds. You guys have been drafting most likely the past months probably. Let me know, you know, kind of as we tail off going into the season, who are you avoiding in these first uh Appreciate that, Aaron. Aaron saying he he loved the uh, increased best ball content this year. Good stuff. Glad you liked it, uh, Aaron. We tried to do this ball in as much as we can. Next year, I see us probably doing even more. But um, yeah, we love our best ball here in, in the district. What's your Kubi plan in the spot, if any? Uh, it's to be honest, Joe. This is these one QBs. It's. I'm not prioritizing the position. If a nice value falls to me with kind of the top tier guys and it goes with my build, I'll take it. Um, you've got the obvious stacks, but I don't necessarily always need to go that way. So we'll see what falls to us. Um, I'll look up kind of some ADPs. Like I said, I've got the, the um, fantasy mojos ADP up and, you know, I'm looking at guys going even in the 10th round, and I'm super comfortable having those guys. Um, ah, famous J, zero, zero Sutton. Being picking up Malcolm Williams in the third. I like Williams a lot. Uh, but I, I do feel like you want some Sutton. Sutton was awesome way earlier in the offseason. Uh, super cheap. He was, I, I'd have to look back. But I'm sure I got him in some spots like the six, seven uh, rounds. Now he's, as you guys know, going a lot higher in the fourth round. And uh, we saw for a while he was actually... A think creeping in the third or did i just imagine that i could imagine that but if you guys i remember that let me know in the chat so is correlating a, a quarterback with a path pass catcher a priority for you it is with most quarterbacks there are some quarterbacks where i'm not as upset if i did not match up my quarterback and stack them 
if I can make it work, I'll make it work. This is one thing that I, I commented to Dan. We were, we were drafting the other night, um, I think it was a football guys. A lot of the high stakes, high like the real high stakes guys that have won, you know, six digits playing this game. A lot of them, when we talked about drafting, it was not a priority for them. It wasn't something that they were doing a lot of. So if it fell to them, and it made sense and they had to decide that's kind of the impression that they would give they would throw it in there some guys would want certain duos you know kind of like just to just to have uh because we saw you know last year what what having you know um stafford and, and cup or whatever it was that you had andrews and and, and um, uh, lamar even though he was injured a bit but just certain stacks they, they might focus on but you uh the impression i got was that they were not necessarily going out of their way to do these stacks and go nuts now you we've also had larky on here giving you guys the importance of the stack especially in these big tournaments so that's where see the thing now with the correlating to the week 17s to the divisions to you know the the those that you know you look at even this weekend the buffalo rams game that it's what is it 52 is the over under. So you've got these high scoring games and you got to think in some of these divisions that you're going to see a lot of those, especially in, you know, in the Denver uh, chargers, you know um, the AFC West, you're going to see those, those games. So I like kind of stacking uh, divisions if I don't necessarily like on top of my other correlations. So again, it all depends what falls to me. It all depends kind of what, uh, what my build is is telling me. Usually, my first few rounds will kind of roadmap my the rest of my build, but we'll see as we go through. Just trying to see what's left on the board here. I'm up in three. We're in the fifth round. Um, uh, five eleven is coming up, so I'm I'm coming up on a turn. We had th three quarterbacks go off the the board in Herbert, Mahomes, and Hertz. So you see the that top tier quarterback going off the board now. Schultz going off. We haven't seen Kittle go off. Obviously, he's dealing with that injury. I don't know. The groin injury kind of sucks uh, as someone who has some Kittle. Because it's kind of those nagging, annoying game time decision type of injuries, which I cannot stand. But sorry, guys. Let me just do a quick, quick peek here. We're up in two. Um, appreciate that Wheeler. I tried to get Wheeler to, to tag team this thing with me, but, uh, but he's got to get up in the morning and <laughs> I figured he would, he would tell me it was too late. All right, here we go. So, oh, I love me some Bateman. Let me see if there's anything could do something crazy with a bully. Oh, it could do something crazy with a bully tight end. Um, I'm going to look at ADP real quick here. Okay. Yeah, I think I got to go Bateman. I love me some Bateman. And unless someone else jumps off the page at me here, um, I just keep taking my favorite receivers, especially when I have my, my, my anchor, whatever you want to call them, anchor RB, hero RB. Um, stud in Barkley in the first round. So I'm, 
I want to fill out my, my receiver core here. See who falls back. There's different ways we can go coming back here. Kittle finally goes off the board. So that's those wondering Kittle now is a end of the fifth round. Push back an hour to fill. Kittle's on my fade list. So Wheeler saying uh, Kittle's on his, on his fade list. Those who don't know Wheeler is uh, one of the top rankers out there consistently. So I'm going to do something a little off norms here. I'm going to go go to, um, I like throwing in these bully tight end builds. Did some of these with Dan and Theo and just really like how these end up. Um, the nice thing with doing this, as much as I love a lot of deep, deep guys at the tight end position, uh, especially in these best balls, I um, I like the idea of throwing in, you know, two stud tight ends that I think are going to be, you know, hopefully top three, top four, top five, um, and then not really worry about the position later on. So I might regret it later on uh, as I see the guys that are sitting there, but I usually do like the um, the builds that way. So especially for these tournaments, again, uh, for those who maybe not as familiar with the FFPC, it's 1.5 premium. So you, you know, that's why you're seeing these tight ends go probably around and a half to two rounds earlier than they would in a, in a, just a regular PPR, uh, best ball or, or, uh, or draft. So, uh, Dave asking, uh, did I go big on anyone in, on waivers tonight? What time is it? So it's at 10 55. Um, yeah, I, I gotta be honest. I'm slow out of the gates with waivers. Um, unless there's someone I really, really like that's sitting there. There's a bunch of, of running backs that I do like, but I don't really have the room on my dynasty teams. Um, I let Dan maybe by, uh, it was more uh, by, by, by accident, but Dan is, is the teams that I own with Dan, which I have a, a few now. He's, he's the waiver wire guy. I mean, he just, he has a way of doing it, setting it up, the way he approaches the, his bids uh, for me to, take his place would probably, uh, you know, bring, <laughs> give our team uh, a disadvantage or, you know, less of an advantage, I guess. So why not use, we use each other's strengths, um, you know, and, and I think that's why we're really good co-owners, especially dynasty. We've, we've built some really nice dynasty teams together. Um, this past last season on the FFPC, we own a bunch of uh, dynasty teams and we literally cashed in every uh, team that we own together. So we're top three in, in every league. And uh, we play in some pretty tough, tough leagues. Uh, the Hardway League, shout out to those guys and, and a bunch of other leagues. But yeah, so that's uh, tonight waivers. I do think that there's uh, in some leagues, it's funny how in some leagues you find guys in other leagues you don't, right? And, and I was joking, you know, when I was on with Dan saying, usually the teams that you need, let's say you need a tight end and, and you know, likely sitting there in one league but you're, you're desperate for a tight end in the other league, you know, he's probably not going to be sitting there just because, you know, you desperately need him. So um, I think it's different per league. I think there are some nice pieces out there. You've got leagues maybe earlier that didn't draft like Pacheco's, uh, the, the dubs, that kind of thing. So those are guys that, you know, are going to go at, at high prices. Um, I'm, I wasn't as quick to jump on Pacheco. It might be a mistake, but I didn't jump on him quickly. 
anywhere. Uh, I do have I do have shares for sure. I can check uh, what my FFPC ownership. I always feel like that's kind of my uh, just to say you like a guy or don't like a guy. I feel like that uh, doesn't really hold. So if I look at my Pacheco, where are we here? Watch, I'm gonna have like none now because I said that. I'm pretty sure I have some. But my point is, I don't, I, I've seen too many of these where, you know, the, and I'm not saying Pacheco is one of them, but I've seen too many of these scenarios where a guy comes out um, in, a, in a situation like this and people think it's going to be worth gold. Um, so I've, I'm at seven, seven and a half percent with Pacheco. Um, so yeah, I'll, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how much these guys go for in a lot of these leagues. You got to think guys, um, famous Jay saying went big for Pacheco in a couple leagues waiting for results. It's a, it's one of those pieces where it's a, it's a fun guy to own. It's if you're going to bid on a guy early, I mean, you know, the third RB in the KC offense with, with the offense wide open right now, let's face it, whether it's in the air or on the ground, there's a quote today. I saw Mahomes saying, I don't know if it was a joke or not, but saying like for fantasy guys, um, how every week is going to be a different guy catching the ball. So that's kind of what I was thinking all off season, the way this, they were building this team. So that's why I haven't really gone all in. The only, the guy I really like is Mahomes, just Mahomes himself. And then on different teams, excuse me, I've stacked them with different pieces from that offense. So whether it's Sky Moore, um, you know, MVS here and there, sprinkle pieces here and there, but I'm not, uh, Mahomes actually with your question from earlier, Mahomes is one of those, quarterbacks that i i think you can have by himself i'd way rather have him with kelsey for sure but opportunity costs and where kelsey's going in drafts especially like you see him now in the first round um likely and do yeah uh, likely is another one dubs is another one that are uh that are gonna go for uh pretty good ransom pacheco in the 12th is fun single digit rounds is bonkers. I agree. That's that's kind of the and Dan Dan had that rule a, a few years ago that he waits till the the tenth round to start looking at um, rookies. And I think that he that was something he used more early in the off season with these rookies, especially not knowing where they were going. Um, but you know you can you can make yourself little rules like that as you you do these best ball drafts just to kind of to keep uh, not to go too crazy. And uh, sometimes you can get crazy with these guys. Who is it that I saw recently in an, another draft? I just did saw him go so early. I was blown away by how early he went. Um, guys, smash the like, smash the subscribe, myffpc.com. That's where we're drafting for 200 grand right now. The link is in the comments below. You click on it, go sign up on the site. You'll get a, an instant um, sign up bonus when you use the, uh, the link. So, so my first kind of look, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not here to tell anyone how to build their team, but this is a best ball show. So looking at the first, uh, the, the one spot, Oh, I see actually the first thing I gravitated to was the two quarterbacks. So it's a one QB two quarterbacks in the first seven rounds, Kyler and Burrow back to back. I, I don't know like how much you, I, I get that you love these two quarterbacks. I just don't know that that's optimal in, in this type of tournament and in this uh, format. Um, and on top of that, usually you want to leverage the first spot or two with 
um, you know, locking in one of those top two running backs and then pissing yellow with the receivers or at least locking up some, some stud at the receiver position. Um, and here you see uh, JT, then Hill, and then three RBs. Look, I, this guy could win the tournament. There's nothing wrong with his build. The beauty of the FFPC and the reason I like it is with the tight end premiums, with the different formats, you can literally build these teams any way possible and they all have a chance to win. Let's face it. However, there are um, obviously, um, you know, optimal ways to build rosters from different different spots. So per, uh, personally, if I'm in the one spot, I do prefer leveraging, like I said, and then um, going yellow. But I mean, look, I always say this too. We When we were drafting um, the last time on here with Dan, it's easy to look at a team in the first, you know, five or six rounds, but it's, it's what they do later that really kind of identifies what this team can possibly do, what upside it has, how far it can go in a tournament like this. I still think you're capping your upside there because the opportunity cost by taking Kyler and Burrow in the sixth and seventh back-to-back, it is a one QB. Yes, you're probably very strong at quarterback, but you know, you're going to see later on where some of these guys are going. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's hard for me to invest into uh on two quarterbacks that early you can you can double tap quarterback i don't i don't mind double tapping quarterback i just don't know that i'm doing that or that early okay i've been yapping and i have not been paying attention i already see one guy i really like here uh let me do a quick check we're in what eight seven eight right seven eight all right so I'm probably going there. Let me just see who else is here. Oh, that's good too. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go. Let me just make sure my bye week situation, not that it really matters at this point, but I do really like Stevenson as much as people fade that offense, um, I don't like to question Bill. And I really like what I saw from Stevenson last year, uh, especially fantasy and like catching the ball. Um, another wide open offense, right? Where you, you don't necessarily have studs in, in that offense. Uh, you've got Mac Jones. Okay, it's back to us here. Mm, Trey Lance off the board. As the QB nine. So I'm just taking a quick peek. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to. So I'm probably going here. Let me just make sure once again. Ooh, I like that too. Is there anyone I want to reach on? No, not really. Okay. So I am going to go, ah, that's a good option too. What is my, my fourth? No, I'm going to go upside. I know there's concerns with London, just obviously the quarterback position, not ideal. I just really like adding rookie quarter, uh, rookie receivers, the upside they offer in these type of tournaments, especially when you get closer to, to these rounds. Um, 
Yeah, Joe, Joe has a good question. I will address that um, in a bit. Wheeler likes my pick. I mean, if Wheeler's giving me the, the money bag sign, I feel good about it. I, I just like, there's certain re uh, rookie receivers I really like, and London is definitely one of them, um, especially as my wide receiver four. Just checking out the, um, but only one receiver is not smart. So Wheeler's saying, just going back to that one spot, Wheeler's saying not necessarily bad that he double tapped the, 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 the QBs, but maybe... Um, lacking the, the receiver position. So again, different ways to, to build here. Alex, like in the, the London pick. Guys, uh, tomorrow we are back for our tailgate. If you guys were not watching last year, we do a tailgate. Started off as a Thursday tailgate. So basically between 7, it's 7.15 to 8. I'll be with uh, Brian Drake from PFF tomorrow. And we're basically going to go over, you know, macro season, some sleepers, you know, league winners, that kind of thing. And then get into the week one uh, discussion on certain situations, certain players. So tune in tomorrow, 7.15. I'll have um, Brian Drake from PFF joining me for our first tailgate of the season. We'll also be doing it uh, prior to the Monday night games as well. Uh, I know Theo's already got guests lined up for for weeks uh, for those for those shows as well. So, <laughs> three of these, nice. Wheeler saying I'll finish uh, fourth because he's drafted three of these. Yeah, he drafted one of them actually with with uh, us live on the stream. So go check that out. We did a Friday night. Him and I drafted um, one of these together, and we had someone else joining us that night. I can't remember who. No, I think it was Jason. So guys, let me know what teams you like so far, what teams you don't like, any builds you you specifically like. Looking, you know, quickly right now, you've I've got another guy that uh, actually the 12 spot right beside me also doing the uh, the the um, bully tight end with uh, start off with Swift, went Pitts, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, George Kittle, Metcalf, Smith, uh, Devontae Smith, and then Trey Lance. So two quarterbacks and two tight ends in the first nine round for the 12 spot. Not a bad build. I, I don't hate it. The thing with these drafts is, you know, when you fill those onesie spots early this way, you can always, I mean, the, the tight end spot, again, like I said, it's tight end premium, but it also plays in your, in your flex. So again, for those who maybe don't play on the FFPC yet, you've got the two running, or sorry, the two running backs, the two receivers, and then two flex. In the flex, you can have a receiver, a running back, um, or two up to two receivers, running backs or tight ends. So a lot of times the tight ends will play a factor in your flex spots. So that's why the bully tight end, I think uh, build is starting to pick up more and more. I I've seen it more this year than, than ever. So I don't know if it's a new thing or I just never noticed it. Let me know if that's something you guys are, are building uh, or is that something you guys have been doing in your builds? Yeah, famous Jay asking um, David Montgomery. I like Montgomery. I just, it's the whole opportunity cost thing, right? So if I look in the round that he's going, I don't usually like the running backs in that in that, um, in that that round. I prefer the tight ends. I prefer the receivers. And again, depending on, you know, how my draft started, I do like some of the, the quarterbacks if I do decide to get, 
The reason I like the quarterbacks in the sixth, I find it's like the last uh, one or two quarterbacks that are in that first tier for me. So like the, you'll see, you see it right here, Lamar and, and Kyler going off in the, the sixth round. <laughs> Wheeler, Wheeler putting up the poop uh, for Monty, the poop, the poop signs. My daughter would love, uh, would like seeing that on the screen. She, she likes that poop emoji, but um, yeah, I mean, it's hard with that. Uh, I prefer open heart surgery to well, Alex Keaton, just really putting it to, to Demont. We have some huge Demont uh, hate. I think Demont is what he is. He's he's going to be a, an RB2 filler for you. Uh, I love Khalil Herbert. I have a lot of Khalil, Her Khalil Herbert. So again, just really like what we saw last year in his limited uh, time. I've talked about it many times on the show. Gave you two huge monster um, weeks last year. Sorry, guys. Throat is getting dry. Smash the like, guys. Solo running this best ball ship. Monty isn't sex sexy is, is his problem. So Monty, I have a, a warm spot in my heart for Monty because a couple years ago, won me many leagues. Just And even on, on our GOAT District show, I remember saying it leading up to the playoffs or in the second half of the season, he was just lining up as, as a big you know league winner that year just because of the schedule the situation you look at the team this year uh <laughs> famous jay mont's gonna be my uh, tournament winner but again you can put them into some builds i always look at it like how much i want invested that's why you guys will hear me talk about my player ownership a lot of it depends on how much do i want to be invested in this guy so i have way more killer herbert i i do have some actually let me just check right now uh so demont where are we here? Probably not high at all, actually. Yeah, see, oh, wow. Yeah, I've got like 3% Demont. So that's that's how much I like um, Herbert. Herbert is my second most owned running back uh, right now. Him and Zamir White. Rashad White, third. Um, yeah. Got some Hendo in there. So I think Demont's okay, um, but I don't want a lot of it because, again, you you look at that that situation. I like to tie my running backs to good offenses, uh, or I really like like a, a nice talent. Like that's what I like about Stevenson is it's an open offense. You don't necessarily have that stud in front of them. Yeah, Harris looked good last year and he, he gave you some good numbers, but um, is this late for CH? see anything but a filler i i'm not a ch guy i just cannot pull the trigger on ch i i've thrown him into builds i am yeah, really not he um i just haven't seen it from him i'm really big on you know i'll listen to guys i trust and and respect and the numbers and you know all that kind of stuff but if i personally don't see it when i watch that player i it's hard for me to invest in him and and ch is just one of those guys where i just haven't seen it um, I've seen, you know, tiny flashes dropping day night is fine with him. So Wheeler would know more. I, th I think Wheeler actually does Wheeler. I'm, I thought we talked about CH. I think you're, you're kind of a CH guy um, when he drops anyways, when he's at a good value. So again, not someone I'm drafting, but he's also in that range, right? He's in that tier of running backs where I'm, I'm not usually um, I'm usually looking at the same, you know, the same guys in that range. All right, it's coming back to us. I think I'm yapping, not paying attention. So, so far we've got Barkley, Adams, Waller, Sutton, Bateman, Godert in the sixth as our tight end two with the, the bully tight end. 
Ramondre Stevenson as our RB2 in the seventh, and then we came back with Drake London. So, so far, uh, pretty, you know, I wouldn't say anything crazy. I like the build. This is typical to my builds. I, I don't usually have too many running backs in the first few rounds. Um, I find in most formats on the FFPC, I just really like being strong at, uh, at receivers. So there goes my, um, that's somebody was asking about Derek Carr. That's who I was hoping would fall to me. I wasn't going to take him around early though. So that's, and that, that might be a fault. If you guys think that's a mistake or, or let me know in the, in the comments or in the chat, but I just feel like there's so much good value at QB. Um, let me just see who's falling to me here. Yeah. I really like this guy actually as an RB3. Um, what do I have? Giants, right? Giants correlation. Actually, yeah, that does give me a, a little week 17. Ah. Uh, I have no Sanders either. Do I want Sanders? Man, I have no Sanders. I'm doing it. I'm going to go Sanders. I don't, I do not have at all a lot of Sanders. I don't hate him here as an RB3. I have Godert. You know, I'm already kind of telling that story that that offense is going to be strong. I prefer Kenneth um, Gainwell. Oof, that cuts. No Sanders. Yeah. Guys, I have no Sanders. I'm telling you, this is just one of those where I threw it in. I'll, I'll tell you guys after who I was going for. Um, I will take a quarterback here because I do think there's three pretty solid QBs. Um, I don't have none of them give me a stack. Let me just see really quick. Yeah. Uh, see, which this is where you think, oh, I wish I took this guy earlier when I was deciding. So I don't even, I don't even think it's Stafford. Stafford doesn't have an injury, right? Get the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think who gives me something later. Um, you know what? I really like cousins. I'm going to go cousins. I, I love the Minnesota offense this year. Uh, Stafford's a guy I've been grabbing a lot because he has been falling just with all the talk with the with the shoulder. But none of these quarterbacks are giving me a um, a stack at this point. I think that offense in Minnesota is is gonna. If you look at what those pieces, um, yeah, Wheeler saying Stafford is fine. That's fine. I don't think I have as much uh, cousins as I'd like for whatever reason. He's one of those guys where, um, yeah, Alex Alex is reading reading my mind. So, so we added Miles Sanders. I hate Miles Sanders there. I got to say, I just, it's one of those things where, again, I, I don't like to not have any pieces uh, of offenses that I believe are going to be strong. And you look at Philly, you look at that offensive line. I, I do feel like Hertz is going to be um, good in that offense. They, they surrounded him with nice pieces. I love AJB. You guys hear me talk about AJB. I think he's he's a huge value. I think he be be that belongs in the top 12, even though he's being drafted outside of it. Um, so I, 
I'm fine with Miles as my three here. So right now we're in the middle of the 10th round. You've got 13 quarterbacks off the board. You've got 50-ish, so 49 receivers off the board and 40 running backs off the board, 11 tight ends off the board. So not even 12 tight ends uh, off the board and we're in round 10. So as much as you like to get the early guys at tight end, there is a lot of value later on in the draft at the position. So I like to mix my builds where I'll go stud and then you know wait super late to add a couple guys or i'll do this kind of uh, bully tight end build or i'll just wait like if i if i don't like waller is not even a guy i've been drafting a lot of to be honest i just think with the kittle situation i think it kind of makes those top four tight ends a little more important um as that top tier especially in this tight end format so i don't know if that even makes sense to anyone so let me know in the chat or the comment uh if that makes any sense but um yeah, that's kind of how I play the tight end position. But even if I miss and I don't have a tight end till now, like I'm perfectly comfortable. There's so many nice tight ends uh, as we go further in the draft, but I'm perfectly fine just ending off with the two that I have um, so far. So it doesn't look like I'm going to have much of a, um, a stackage with my quarterback, my first one anyways. It's totally fine. Now that I think about it, there's a guy I wish I had waited on. So I wish I did not. Um, yeah, I wish I had passed on quarterback there, to be honest, and then came back with a receiver. Probably Burks there. Yeah, Burks is the other guy I looked at, even with the Miles pick. I do think the upside, I know there's all this talk about it, but we've all seen this in, in the preseason. We saw it last year with Chase. We, we saw it with uh, the year before with JT, uh, Jonathan Taylor. That, that preseason talk, man, can be poisoned to, to some some rosters, you know, if, if you bite too much into it. So I think Burks could be a huge value if he does pop. But we'll see. We'll see if the asthma is an all-year-round thing or a seasonal thing or whatever um, from the torn contract. Oh. So Waller talking about Waller, or Waller, Wheeler talking about Waller, tongue twister there. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that offense splits up, right? With, with Adams being there now and Renfro seeing what, how much target shares he got last year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if these guys keep their roles and they just throw the ball more and Adams eats or how this works, you know? Um, so we're going into the 11th round, guys. Again, you, you see the board on the screen. Let me know if there's who you like, who's the, who's the what is it, Andrew? Always ask. Um, uh, wow. Total brain fart. Anyways, come back to me. Not who's the fish, but who's, oh, who's the rake? Who's the rake uh, in the, on the board so far, you guys think? I don't think there's anything too crazy. We talked about team one. I think that's, you know, I get nervous. I'll tell you why. When you get later in the draft and you're comparing who's available at receiver and who's available at, at running back, for me, it's night and day, man. Like I'm way more comfortable taking running backs later in these drafts than I am receiver. Um, so you see double tap with Hunter Henry and Higby there for that, that team one. 
Yeah. So you're seeing a lot of these builds, right? We're seeing a lot of these builds here where they're, you're taking two quarterbacks earlier, two tight ends um, earlier, and, and the receiver position falling for some of these builds. So it'll be interesting as they go to see who they end up with um, in on, on some of these rosters. But after 11, um, so Tyler Boyd goes off. Even two, like look at two, uh, stack the running backs, right? In the first five rounds, which I don't hate. McCaffrey, Fournette, Etienne, uh, Edmonds. And then, it, it, you know, you look at the receivers, that's where it, it kind of gets iffy with McLaurin, Tony, Olave, Boyd. You, you only need these guys to really fill uh, the two receiver spots. That's kind of what this build would, would tell you, that that's what he's trying to do, is have his four running backs start most weeks. So Wheeler giving the, uh, giving the, the cheers. He's got to, I know he's got to head to bed soon. So Wheeler, thanks for hanging out with us, buddy. Team 11 is good. I love the seven first five picks, but ironically I would have gone instead of demon. Yeah. After, after all the demon talk, that's hilarious. Yeah. Just fun to look at boards, man. And just see the different builds, how you would do things differently. Um, how guys build boards differently is, is always, uh, interesting to, to pay attention to. So we're getting into, you know, kind of the, the, the nitty gritty here with the, in the, we're in the double digits now we're in round 11 guys, this is myffpc.com. Make sure you click on the link below, get that, um, get that sign up bonus. Show the support, smash the like, guys, smash the subscribe. Just going to take a quick sip. So mid-11th, Dubs goes off. Let me know, guys, uh, KC and, and Green Bay. Let me know how you guys feel about um, the receiving core. If, who are guys you like or don't like uh, in those offenses? So Aaron liking team 8, 10, and 11. Yeah, I really like what, what 8 is doing. What did you say? 10 and 11, Andrew. Similar build there uh, in the 10 spot. I like that a lot. Oh, and I'm 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 11. So Aaron sucking up to to the show. Smart man. Smart man, Aaron. Let me know how you like the new setup, guys. I um, moved the office around after the debacle last week. I was drafting with Dan and for the first 20 minutes had no sound, had no camera, had nothing. So I had to had to tear the office down and re rebuild the wiring. And, and uh, this is how it is so far. So let me know how you like it. We'll see if we play around with it a bit more, but um, that's what it is for now. So we're coming up in two picks in the 11th round here. Yeah. See, this is why I am not loving my, uh, my pick from earlier. Let me just see who's, um, All right, I'm going to go Let me see with these correlations now. Ooh. No, we'll get him maybe on the way back. So one name stands out here. Um, again, I'm looking... Yeah, and then I can go... 
Sorry, guys, just taking a peek here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go here. So I'm going to go Rondell Moore. Um, I don't think he's injured. I'm trying to remember who I heard in, in Arizona recently who's injured. I know Ertz has an issue. If you guys know in the chat, let me know. Um, but I just, I like Rondell with um, oh, DeAndre being out in the first little bit of um, first six weeks. And then that correlation with Drake. London for the week 17 Arizona Atlanta game. I'm pretty sure that's, that's the week 17 game. Um, the guy I was eyeing actually goes off the board is, is uh, Rashad white and gain while sitting there is the reason I, I, you know, I usually skip Miles Sanders because I do usually grab um, him later on. So Pacheco is actually sitting there right now. I actually prefer just make sure who else is here. Where are we with um yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my boy Herbert here. Like this is an example. Like, do you want the RB3 or do you want the RB2? And the RB, I don't know. Again, you know, Rashad White. Yeah, Rashad White Keaton is the is the guy I, I was gonna take him actually before Rondell and then let Rondell back, but there was a, a bunch of running backs that I liked there and only one or two receivers. So, so yeah, that's usually how I play those. If there's like one of one position that I, that I like, and then, you know, a bunch of another, and I'm on the turn like that, I should have known that uh, the 12 spot was, was probably going at least one running back and white was probably it, but um I don't mind it there. Would he have had any? He's got pit, so maybe he goes Rondell Moore there. So I'm fine with it. Like I said, I love Herbert. I think he's in that tier. Obviously, White ends up in a better situation in Tampa. But again, I I really weigh someone who's shown me that he can do it and at what level he can do it in the NFL. To me, that that's important. Kind of like my stupid eye test thing that I talked about earlier is questionable for week one. Yeah. Till more gets up to speed. So that does kind of suck because one of the reasons I like more is what he offers in those first six weeks. So hopefully he does play or he, you know, even if he misses a game, it, it is best ball. It's not the end of the world. Um, and again, he's my, what is he right now? My wide receiver five. Yeah. My wide receiver five. So Again, maybe I'm not potting or streaming. I do the quick Google on the, the Rondell Moore just to see. The lesson here is not to drop my Sanders. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. And, of course, I had to do that on a live stream, right? Like, I don't do it all offseason. Again, I have no Miles Sanders and have to do it on uh, on this show. But you know what? I, you got, I'm here to let you guys learn from my mistakes. So, And, and it's funny because coming into this, I, I actually was thinking – I should probably give you guys a heads up. I make at least one to three um, mistakes, depending on on the how, you know what's going on with the draft. But um, yeah, so far for me, the Miles Sanders is probably the only you know regret if if I have one. But I I don't hate how it fits with my build. So 
it, it's fine. The, the other thing I was going to point out is when I was picking there, I was hoping Miles Sanders would be gone because I really like Naheem Hines. And there is a New York giant uh, Indy Colts correlation week 17 between the teams. So I was going to take Hines there. It's just really hard for me to justify the starting running back in that Philly offense with that offensive line to the backup in Indy as much as I think Hines will have a bigger role this year with, with Matt, Matty ice there and, and how he uses the, you know, the pass catching running backs. But just to let you guys know, kind of my thought process with that Miles Sanders picks, cause I know it's going to bother. I'm sure I'm going to hear from the guys if they, if they do watch this or, or find out that I did take Miles Sanders in the, uh, where did I take him? Not even the double digits. Wow. In the ninth round. So. That's all right. So, yeah. So looking at who I could have had more Sanders versus Burks white, right? Like that, there you go. And that's, that's a, a perspective, but I also have a lot more um, Burks and white than I do um, Sanders and more. So again, maybe it's like a, maybe it's a fault in my game, but towards the end of the season, you're always kind of trying to balance out, you know, take guys that maybe you don't have and, and throwing, throw them into to drafts here and there. You never know. Right. I'm sure guys did that last year with Cooper cup, threw them in last minute into drafts and ended up winning their league. So I'm not saying Sanders is going to win me any leagues, but it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier pieces and good offenses that have opportunity. It's hard to, to, to completely avoid them. And, and that's, you know, maybe the lesson is don't drive Miles Sanders, but uh, you can't have enough Burks and White. I agree with that, especially at their cost. Like their cost is just money, man. The, the upside and the cost. Alex Keaton, shout out to Alex P. Keaton in the, in the chat tonight. The chat's been, you guys have been hyped tonight, man. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Um, initially, like I said, this was going to be a tag team effort with the crew. So trying to make this thing uh, a contender. Let's get back to the draft here, guys. We're in the 13th round. You've got 62 receivers off the board, 19 tight ends, 18 quarterbacks. So Trevor Lawrence and Tua uh, go off in the 11th. And, you know, I was talking a little, like, look at the 10th round with Justin Fields, Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, and I took Cousins. So, like, to me, that's a money round in a 1QB league to grab your QB. And if I had, you know, if I'm not streaming and kind of going back and forth and I'm probably paying more attention to that. And when I'm looking at the, the ADP boards that I'm looking at on fantasy mojo and saying, okay, how, what builds can I build around those quarterbacks as I'm going through? And then I'm making those better decisions. You know, maybe, maybe I'm taking Allen Robinson there um, instead of Sutton. I know a lot of people like Sutton more, but just to say, you know, what can I correlate later? I mean, I mean, I, I don't think that's a bad move there because, I could have easily gotten Wilson, um, you know, on the way back, maybe he falls a bit, but things to think about when you're doing your builds, go look at those fantasy mojo ADP boards and then kind of plan out as you go, you know, especially one QB, maybe I don't need to, to have one of those top guys, or maybe I don't need to spend, you know, an, an eighth on Lance or, or whatever it is. All right. We're on the board. I'm yapping. Uh, what do I, who do we really like here? Oh, that's, Juicy, juicy, juicy. Oh man. See, this is what happens when I get in these rounds. I love the running backs. Like I love the running backs. I'm going to take this guy because it'll be my only stack. Um, let me see if he actually goes 
where he actually goes. Let's see. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take him because this guy's going to take him just to piss me off and he needs a receiver in the 12 spot. So I'm going to take KJ Osborne here, um, which I actually, I, I don't like, I, I, I'm, you guys can correct me if you know better, but I remember, um, Dude, yeah. <laughs> um, reading the chat just about Sanders getting two TDs against Philly. So yeah, KJ Osborne uh, was our pick in the 13th. We're back on the board. What do we have right now? Let me look really quick. So one quarterback, four running backs, two tight ends, two, four, six receivers. So I could go either or. I don't hate grabbing Algier here. Again, kind of that open. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Algier here. Oh. All right. So, again, just going with that Arizona-Atlanta game, um, Algier, you would – think has the opportunity later in the season again wide open offense right you, not that it's a good offense but the opportunity could be there famous jay saying tight end i like tight end here there's there's a tight end or two i was looking at because i have the two the two stud um yeah i probably could have because I have the the two um, the bully tight end build, that's kind of where I why I shied away from the tight end position. I really like the tight ends in this position in this range, and that's also like running back. That's why you heard me grunting there because there's a lot of running backs. There's a lot of it's 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 really receiver that it it really drops. Um, like if I'm looking for me. Round 11, 10, 11, it, it really really drops for me. Like you know, eight and nine is kind of, there's some pieces I like there. Like I really like the Pickens pick there. Uh, surprised I actually didn't look for him instead of Sanders. That's actually another pick I could have made instead of Sanders now that I think about it. So if I would have seen him, I probably would have taken Pickens there. Um, but you've got like Lockett, Olave in, in that round, in the, in the ninth round. So it's, it's really, again, kind of looking at which groups of players you like on the board, where they fall. Hopefully you make your own tiers, you know, whether you're using someone's rankings uh, or whatever it is. Oh, am I on auto? What just happened? Oh, no, I'm looking at a guy that was on auto. I'm, I see that auto draft sign and I get, I get anxious because I've had those where it auto picks without. Uh... Okay. See, now you're starting to see in the, in the queue, um, I'm not going to name guys that haven't been picked, but this is kind of where you can, you can really take shots on rookies. And, and that's what I like to do, especially in these tournaments. That's why I'm going Algier in the, in the 14th. There's the correlation. I like having a rookie running back as my RB5. Uh, it's usually Algier or, or uh, Zamir White that I have there. Um, I'm looking here. There's a couple other names I, I don't hate that are available. Actually, I just realized there's um, another way I could have went there. Yeah, probably should have done that. When he's gone, I'll, I'll bring it up and let uh, you guys tell me what you think. 
Alex Keaton. I like that. He's um he's a guy actually Dan and I got super late. He's going super late. Well well is he he's probably not gone yet, right? I don't think he's gone yet, so I don't want to say his name. All right, so I'm gonna read off the team so far, guys. We've got Kirk Cousin at quarterback, we've got Barkley. Ramondre Stevenson, Khalil Herbert, Miles Sanders, and Tyler Algier as our five running backs. Devontae Adams, Cortland Sutton, Rashad Bateman, Drake London, Rondell Moore, and KJ Osborne. And then we've got Waller and Godert at, um, at tight end. So Madison is the guy I was I was a little upset I didn't think of taking there. So he's not someone I have a lot of. I, I know everyone, you know, talks about like when Cook is out, he's he's kind of giving you those RB one numbers. I, for whatever reason, I I don't pull the trigger when he comes up. But having said that, with my Kirk cousin, you know, KJ Osborne, that would have been a nice comeback instead of Algier. Let me know what you guys think. Kyle's money, what's up, Kyle? Appreciate you joining us. Don't worry, buddy. You can always go back and and watch the beginning. But we appreciate you joining us tonight. Chat's been pretty lit. Look at the board, uh, Kyle. Let us know what uh, what you think of these builds so far. So we're at the end of the 14th right now, going into the 15th. You've got 22 quarterbacks off the off the board. Um, 70 receivers and 53 running backs, and then you've got 22 tight ends. So we're 14. These go 20 deep. The um, the best ball tournament is a slim. They call them the slim on the FFPC. So we go 20 deep. I, I really like their 28 deep. That's kind of what, that's my favorite best ball format on the FFPC. Just, I really, I like kind of the, those extras that you get to, to kind of stack and correlate on your, on your rosters as you go deeper. Yeah, see, famous Jay agreeing with me. Yeah, I agree. And and this is why these are good. Um, you know, I'll always kind of go through the draft after and, and say, oh, and I'll most of the time, you know, right away, but you, you point out your mistakes and where you think you could have made better. But um, it's nice to have you guys on here and uh, give me your input on it as well, just kind of live and, and on the spot. Because, yeah, I totally agree. As soon as I saw that after, um, I uh, thought the same thing should have went Madison there, but all good. We still have a, a young rookie, tons of upside in, uh, in Algier. So let me know how you guys like building your RB position. Do you like uh, stacking them early? Do you like, you know, taking your, your hero or, or stud and then getting going deep? What are you guys doing with your builds? You mix it up. Am I the only one anxious to see? Huh? Waivers, that's right. What time is it right now? 11.40. Yeah, Alex Keaton. That's the thing about those waivers. They, there's no, like, set... I find, like, there's no set time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I remember you're there sitting, like, hitting refresh, refresh. And then some leagues sync before other ones. So you might have your guy on, on one team, and then your other team, it hasn't... It seems like it hasn't processed yet. So I don't know if they fixed that, and they got them all going at the same time this year, but that would be nice just to uh, take the sweat, the sweat off a bit when you're uh, waiting to see.
So Corey Davis, Eno Benjamin, another, you know, again, these running backs in this range for me are money. You know, Benjamin right now, the RB2 behind James Conner. We've all, we all know what James Conner does. You know, we all know what he does when he's healthy, but we all know how often he's not healthy. So I like JC. I like that offense. I really like, you know, Benjamin in the 15th round. I mean, you can't really go wrong. A lot of upside. And if he doesn't pan out, again, he's a 15th rounder, right? It's, uh, it's him or Corey Davis. So... How's the teams being processed? Check in the morning. <laughs> and that and that's what it is, right? Famous J, that's probably why they they probably don't have it where they they sync or process all at once. It's probably just, you know, going in order or whatever, just uh, one league at a time type of thing at a at a really rapid pace. But yeah, good luck, guys. Hopefully you guys get your your bids, the guys you bid on. Let us know in the in the comments kind of who was your biggest win. You see any crazy, crazy bids? There's always those, you know, there's going to be those crazy Pachecos, like 999 on Pacheco, 100%. Guarantee we see one of those. So 15th round right now. Again, it's, I don't know why this is so slow all of a sudden. Seems like it's not, uh, not moving as quickly. People are, are scrambling, right? So I'm going to start looking through just to see what kind of guys are left um, in the queue. There, there. Have an idea of who I want. Bah, Aaron, I love it. His biggest, biggest bid for Miles Sanders. I wonder if that's a... Um, Dynasty, maybe Dynasty League. Someone dropped him, or let me know, Aaron. What what kind of league is that? Where he'd still be available, or was he not drafted? That'd be crazy if he wasn't drafted. All right, so Molly Cox goes off the board. Yeah, so Superflex Dino Aaron's talking about where it's a it's a bid. Yeah, I, I'm guessing FFPC too because they're they're more shallow teams. So you do have guys like that that'll get dropped uh, when league cutdowns come. You know my next pick, famous Jay knows my next pick. I got guys in my queue. We'll see if they if they make it. We've got uh, we're up in two two picks. Um, Yeah, I'm probably going there. Let's see who else we could throw in here. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I see guys that I just never take, and I'm like, yeah, do I want to like throw? Because it's the last draft, you know. Do you want to? Do I want to throw this guy in? Just hail mary. But I really don't hate this one. Actually, I heard this today. I don't know if you guys will, what you guys will think. We'll see. We'll see what's happening here. We're uh, so Brevin Jordan was a guy that uh, I found interesting there. Likely and and Jordan were guys that uh, that I like there. So there you have it. Yeah, Miles Davis, <laughs> the, the Miles Sanders hate is is real. 
Oh yeah, in that. Okay. So actually, that's exactly what I'll do. So do I have no, I didn't take him. Oh. All right. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to see. There's two guys I like here. Let me just see. Okay, so I could take either one of those. Yeah. Just deciding between two receivers. I'm going to go Alec Pierce here. Again, Giants correlation. Not that that's huge at this point, but I do like the, the rookies in the 15th round. Rookie receiver opened. It's open in, in Indy after Pittman uh, with Ryan. You got to think they're going to be, you know, throwing the chucking the ball a bit more. Just this kid's got a shit ton of uh, athleticism, and it seems like he's, you know, they got him going early. So I, I like the upside with with Pierce. I'm probably going to take my second quarterback here, and I love the upside that this guy hold. And now that I just think about it, I made another mistake. Okay. Ah, oh. so then do I have to go there? Let me just, no, I got to take him. All right. I did a boo-boo, but you know what? It's fine. So I'm going Daniel Jones here. Uh, I do have um, Barkley. I, I like this Giants offense. I just, I kind of screwed up because I took Alec Pierce there. I was looking at Kenny Galladay. Let me know you guys. I know that's gross. I know it's super gross. I was listening to the, I think it's the four for four um the the guys with jennifer um talking today is is that what jay famous jay what was the pick are you saying uh galladay was the pick or um or pierce was the pick what do you think which one you uh talking about because i feel like i could have stacked galladay and daniel jones there really nicely to add to barkley so that's my mistake of the night disgusting <laughs> <laughs> what's disgusting tell me keaton oh well brevin jordan didn't make it to us so brevin jordan was who who i was hoping for for sure he's he's our i know he's my most owned tight end and from what i heard uh theo commenting the dan last night they did go check it out guys they did a, a really good live draft with a bunch of sharks um but that that was their conversation as well Galladay. I know it's disgusting. I know. Which is why I lean Pierce. But again, you're talking about a best ball tournament, right? Um, 200 grand, a lot of entries. So if you're going to do a gross stack like that, to me, why not do it in, in the BBT, right? Um, but I, I do like me some Alec Pierce and again, the upside. So I've got Pierce, I've got London. I really like having at least a couple rookie running backs or rookie receivers, sorry for that upside in my receiver core. And then I've got my um, my rookie uh, running back in Algiers. So it is what it is. No Galladay. Uh, yeah, Galladay is gross, guys. I, I, I don't deny it. I have 0% Galladay. I just... I heard it today. It made me think in a big tournament, like that's, is that kind of that pivot you want to make to, to win this tournament? But, um, it's like drinking hot gravy on a beach. There you go. Picking Galladay is like drinking hot gravy on the beach. There you go. I wish I was back on the beach. That's for sure. 
Fall is back. Fall is here in uh, up here north of the border. That's for sure. Smash the like, guys. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me tonight doing this draft. We're drafting for 200 grand. MyFFPC.com. There's a link below for you to, um, to join the site, draft, get a sign-up bonus. You still have time to jump into these tournaments. There's, there's still time tomorrow. And... Um, yeah, get get that that last. Uh, I'm trying to think who we had on that was a huge winner, and I think a couple guys actually. But I thought it was Abib. I think it was Abib, um, back to back main event winner, talking about how it was like one of his biggest wins was like the last team he just last second decided to put a team in, and you know one last team in, and that's the one that uh, won. It was either him or maybe Noah. I don't know. Anyways. So go check out myffpc.com, guys. Uh, every format of best ball you you could want. Taysom Hill off the board. Let me know what you guys think about Taysom Hill. As uh, you know, he's going off as a tight end. Is he going to give you? It's more. I know it's a more probably more of a super flex conversation. If you know, if he, if you could fill him in as both, but I don't know. I, I added him recently to a Winston build, but not someone I'm. I think I maybe have one share, one or two. Very little. Yeah, and is if anyone's in this draft on this stream, let uh, let us know. It'd be uh, be interesting. Was it BB who won his second? Yeah, on his late. Here it There it is. Alex. Alex remembers. It was a BB. One of second football guys on his uh, late draft. So it was a football guys. Why do I think it was the main? Okay, it was football guys. See, I get them mixed up. Too many winners on the show, man, on our on our channel. It's hard to, to track everybody. I mean, if you're winning any kind of six digits playing fantasy football, you the man. That's the way I see it. Good for you, man. So let me know, guys, so far. Uh, I think we identified, you know, some of the, obviously, Miles Sanders, not a, not a popular pick little questionable on my last turn um it seems like you guys are happy i dodged uh galladay i agree that brevin was was definitely what i was hoping would fall to me as my tight end three but um and now that i look at it i could have even gone tanyan instead of algier just with the uh, minnesota green bay correlation for week 17 so that could have been an option i really like tanyan but again yeah, actually, I could have easily gone Tanya in there just with, um, but the whole idea was to get uh, Jordan, right? Was to get Brevin Jordan. So when I see his name, kind of when I scroll a bit down and I see his name, that's kind of why I was like, yeah, I don't hate. Hope he falls to me, but unfortunately he didn't. So just trying to see who's available still. Um, again, I'm looking through and, and I really like these. These uh, these running backs versus the the receivers that are available, and that's that's kind of what makes me want to build teams. Um, you know, with the uh, just putting guys in my queue, guys. Apologies for the uh, part partial sentences here. Uh, oh, that could actually, huh? All right. I think we have enough. Oh, we'll see. I say enough, but it's going to come back when I have no one left in the queue. 
All right, so Carson Wentz goes off as the QB 28 in uh, round 17. Mariota goes off the board. I don't I don't know. I'm probably not drafting another quarterback on uh, in these these builds. It's a slim. It's 20. Uh, this is a guy we don't hear a lot of. This guy just got hurt. Sorry guys, we're just on the board on the uh, on the clock here. Uh, <laughs> that's a, yeah that's one guy i probably won't have any of i'm gonna take this guy i just feel like this guy was everyone was talking about him and now nobody's talking about him i'm gonna take jalen tolbert um dallas receiver again just that rookie upside i mean you're you're basically looking for a lottery to hit the lottery in in these rounds and uh, no better way to do it than a rookie receiver in an offense looking for, you know, someone to eat up targets. So I can go so many ways here. Um, yeah, is still sitting there. 18th round. Hmm. What are we at? 40 seconds. Let's see. We've got two tight ends. Two, four, six, eight, eight receivers. Two, four, five. I'm probably going to go here. Yeah. So I'm going to go Mike Davis. I know it's gross. I'm going to go Mike Davis here. I've got um, Bateman. We don't know what's happening with uh, Dobbins. You know, even uh, Gus, Gus the bus is, uh, we don't know when, what, what's really happening with him. So I don't hate throwing in Mike Davis in here. You know, he's going to get you. I mean, you're, you're the guys you're taking after like the 15th round, you're trying to fill in, you know, one, two, three, maybe four weeks. That's basically what you're trying to do with these guys. So that's kind of why I like taking either rookie receivers, or, you know, guys that I don't mind that they're going to pop later in the season, like Jalen Tolbert, you know, it's quiet now, but the situation doesn't change in Dallas. You know, they're, they're going to need him. Gallup comes back, but they still need um, this kid to, to pop. So again, it's 17th round. So if he pops in that Dallas offense, great. Same with Alec Pierce. That gives me some, some bonus, some huge bonus, some, some huge boost to my, to the roster and, and the upside I have at the receiver position, Mike Davis, again, you're looking to fill weeks at the, the running back position. So not the sexiest, Peace. <laughs> yeah, Sterling Shepard. Definitely um famous Jay was saying draft Sterling Shepard. And uh Alex P. Keaton saying uh it's like a swear word saying uh, uh yeah, that's that's a little too gross. I think I think Galladay maybe, but yeah, we'll see. He's still sitting there. <laughs> End of the 18th round. We'll see. Um you guys know Galladay is gonna go off now now that we've uh, had this whole this whole conversation about it. So, yeah, so I've got six, six running backs now. Yeah. Yeah. Famous Jay just said it, you know, he's a step up from Kenny G, but after he gives you that one week, he's going to go out for, uh, you know, he's going to be out for the year with uh, Sterling Shepard. And unfortunately that's kind of the reality. No, I like, um, Oh yeah. I totally missed him. Now that I just realized I totally missed him. 
there's someone else I wanted to grab. Yeah. Okay. Normally I would, I would target, um, Wandale. Yeah. Normally I'd get Wandale there, but again, I didn't have Daniel Jones there. The nice thing about Daniel Jones is you can kind of, you know, if you get the receivers, he's sitting later to kind of add as a stack as your QB two. So that, that giants team is nice for those, but yeah, I think Wandale is that could be this year's Amon Ra. Yeah, I, you're talking about Bell in um, uh, in uh, Cleveland. Could be, and yeah, I mean, I guess Detroit last year was. I, I just I don't know about Brissett. That's that's my only issue. I think he's gonna kind of you know, we, we saw him in, in Indy. He, he just kind of clings on to that one receiver and that one tight end. So, I mean, I don't know that it's Bell. Maybe it is Bell. Maybe Cooper gets injured and Bell gets, you know, kind of becomes his darling. Or maybe it's not even Cooper. Maybe Bell is the, the guy that he kind of latches on to. But uh, I'm iffy in that Cleveland passing offense with uh, with Brissett at quarterback. We like, uh, I love me some Hunt. Yeah, when Watson gets back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. When Watson gets back, uh, especially Dynasty, like Bell is is uh, is a nice he's a nice get right now because you know people are thinking, oh, he's what's he going to do this year, right? With Watson not there. All right, guys, we're buck thirty in. We're eighteen rounds deep. Hopefully, you're not sick of hearing my voice voice so far. If you're not, smash the like. You guys have been awesome in the chat. Appreciate you guys. Giving your feedback, your comments, your questions just makes it uh, way more fun, man. We're here for you guys. We want to bring you guys the goodness, and hopefully you're getting some tonight. There goes Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny G, like 50 rounds later after we talked about him. No, he goes uh, in the beginning of the 19th round. So who knows? We'll see. Like I said, I, I don't have any Kenny G, but who knows if he uh, gives anything this year. I'm trying to see if there's any kind of late. Like There's so many running backs just sitting here. And the receivers are just ugly, and that's again, it's it. That's always in the back of my mind when I'm when I'm building on oh, this. I feel like I have to take this guy just because of what someone was saying earlier. Um, oh, actually, that's <laughs> uh, uh, famous Jay saying he's got another. Another gross name that's that's left on the board. What does it rhyme with? <laughs> what does it rhyme with, Famous Jay? So Zach Moss goes off the board. Zach Moss could be tricky, man. Uh, like I think I think people forget how uh, you know the running back position is kind of like crypto, man. It's it that the the fluctuation is just insane. So. Like I keep talking about, you want pieces in good offenses. You know, yeah, Singletary showed and James Cook is coming in and everybody's, you know, hyped on him. But at the end of the day, like, Moss could easily come out of Thursday night's game with two touchdowns. That would not surprise me. All right, let's uh, take some picks here. Oh.
Yeah, apologize for the silence. This is like the worst radio right now for uh, our podcast listeners who have been awesome, by the way. You guys have been um, showing the love with the with the downloads. So we appreciate that. If you have some kind of like option on on wherever you're watching us, uh, you know, make sure you show the support that way. We we for sure appreciate uh, that and any feedback too. You guys can can reach out to us on Twitter. I'm at JD Goat District. Um, at Goat District, Dan is at Overhyped Sleeper, no E on the end. At the OG Fantasy is Theo, and at AMS Schellenberg is Andrew. Um, you can reach out to us. Trying to see if there's any sneaky plays here. Um, I am seeing one sneaky play that I consider sneaky that I like. I don't know if he makes it to me. Oh, we're we're up. There we go. We're up in one pick here. Uh, yeah. Okay. On the way back, maybe. Oh, Rojo goes off. So there, there goes Rojo. Um, what are we at? Six, two, four. We have six running backs. I usually don't like going more than five or six running backs. Um, I think I'm going to go tight end here. Where is this guy going? Uh, I don't think he's actually going yet. Uh, he is. Okay, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Tommy Tremble as my tight end three. Again, looking at an offense where anytime new quarterback comes in, yeah, famous Jay, I got you, bro. That's um, there it is. That's exactly who I was taking on the way back. Yes. So Keaton, I'll answer your question. So I was hesitant, but I'm going to take AJ Green just because I've got the Rondell Moore, and a I think that offense will be good. Kyler's going to be chucking the ball, and. I never like going in saying, you know, this pick is not going to hit its ceiling, but we already hear whispers of the injury and possibly missing time with Rondell Moore. So as my last pick, I don't mind taking um, AJ Green there. He's a guy that I had in my queue. So let me just go through real quick the um, the roster for those listening and for those watching, just a little quick refresher here on what we built from the 11 spot. This is the 125 buy-in 200K best ball tournament on the FFPC. We went Barkley in the first, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Cortland Sutton, Rashad Bateman. In the sixth, we went took our second tight end in Dallas Goddard. Ramondre Stevenson, Drake London, Miles Sanders, which everyone hated. Kirk Cousins, Rondell Moore, Khalil Herbert, KJ Osborne stacks with Cousin, Tyler Algier with the um, Drake London correlation, Alec Pierce with the Barkley correlation for week 17, then Daniel Jones obviously stacked with Barkley. Hopefully he passes him a lot of touchdowns. Jalen Tolbert and then AJ Grant Green, my last two uh, receivers, Mike Davis, my last running back, and Tommy Tremble as my tight end um, three. So old it's dirt, but could be useful for six weeks. And that's exactly it, right? <laughs> Alex Keaton, dirt might be uh, younger than um, than uh, AJ Green. So 
Alex uh, P. Keaton asking, are you planning a weekly waiver preview for the channel? So actually Theo did tell me today that he is planning to do one this year. I know last year we tried to get one off the ground. Um, he just, he had too much going on. So hopefully he can get it this year. He does do a waiver wire article for player profiler. As you guys know, um, he just put out an awesome article. Um, oh, what was it again? I think it's late round, uh, values or something. Anyways, go check out his Theo puts out amazing work. That guy works harder than he drafts and works harder than a lot of guys. Uh, we're lucky to have him here on the channel and uh, all those guys. I mean, I appreciate all those guys, Dan, and Andrew, they, they work their butts off to, and hopefully they've helped you guys uh, this off season. Hopefully we've, we've helped you guys. Um, if you guys want any goat gear, I'm wearing my, uh, my goat tee over here, viridianglobal.com. There's a link in the, uh, in the chat. And like I said, we have the um, tailgate tomorrow, 715 Get you ready for the for the Thursday night game. Get you ready for the weekend for week one. I mean, we finally have guys one more sleep, one more sleep, and we get meaningful football. I'm pumped. I know you guys are pumped. How can you not be pumped? We appreciate you guys hanging with us all off season. Uh, again, if you're new to the channel, subscribe, smash that like, and we'll check you all. District. <laughs> bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep bleep ball, and I bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, cause I bleep bleep bleep, hey, bleeding a ball, defeated the ice, and see him at all, JD in the pies, I needed it all, I bleeded a lie, you bleeded a lie, not bleeded a lie, and that's what a goat do, facts, let me show you, happen to know, do strapped and they don't do bad, and they don't lose, make you wanna bleep bleep bleep, it's the goat district, boys giving you the business, and no gimmicks, the best ball drafts, got me feeling like it's Christmas, then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing, and I got this all from loving the district, see I just drafted, forget it, I laugh at the critics, they mad at the digits, I clap back my listening, see ballin' ain't a problem, if you kick it with them often, I refresh the feed till autumn, then I bleep, 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 go.